0: This is Master's Cast, the first He Man and She Ra podcast, episode number 63, for Sunday, October 7th, 2018.
1: Lord Hordak has been watching you, Adora.
2: He thinks you are a fine candidate for Force Captain.
1: You've
3: been promoted?
2: Your mission is to destroy the Princess's rebellion.
0: This is what I've been working
2: for my entire life. Ah! I wonder what's even outside the Fright Zone. We're gonna see the world and conquer it.
0: Catra, slow down! Ah! Ah!
1: Ah! Adora. Ketr,a. Adora. Adora. Oh, our planet needs you. Cool. The sword has chosen you.
0: The time has come for your destiny.
4: All I did was pick up the sword and then, whoosh, I'm in a tiara! We can't trust her. Your army is called the Evil Horde. Who calls us that? Everybody!
1: I know the legend of the warrior called She-Ra. They said she would return to us in the hour of our greatest need. There's something you should know.
3: I know you have no reason to trust me, but I'm ready to fight to
4: stop the Horde. The Rebellion accepts your allegiance. Shira, Princess of Power. That's the coolest name I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Catra, what are you doing here? Come on, let's go home already. I'm not going home. The Horde is evil. They've been lying to us. You have to help me. What happened to you? I'm
3: sorry, Katra. <laughs> She's just like every other princess. All sparkle, no substance doing here. We want to rebuild the Princess
4: Alliance. You each have a skill that only you can do. The Horde almost destroyed my home. I want to help fight them.
3: Plus, your friend over there can turn into a, like, eight-foot-tall lady with a sword, and I want her on my side. Stop her! Proceed, Force Captain Catra. This isn't over! Okay, sword. Let's do this! For the honor of grace.
0: Shira and the Princesses of
4: Power.
0: Hey everyone, thanks for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as the Shadow.
4: I'm Katie carty Highly, also
1: known as Rainbow Bright. I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin.
3: I am Leanne Hannah, also known as Stratus Maca.
2: And I'm just a lioncourt, also known as just Lioncourt.
0: So we're back because, like, the world. Is coming to a halt. There was a She-Ra trailer. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I, what are our what are our first like initial thoughts in general after seeing the full two and a half minute trailer for the new DreamWorks She-Ra that will debut on Netflix November sixteenth?
3: Woohoo! Exactly that. <laughs> I I had goosebumps watching it.
0: I might have teared up.
4: Oh. <laughs> I forgot. I, am... I was in the middle of when I was watching it, so I I feel like it didn't hit me as emotionally as it would have if I wasn't distracted at the time, but it was still yeah, very goosebump worthy. What were you going to say, Josh?
2: Uh just it was good. I'm cautiously optimistic. I o- overall I like the trailer, so
4: Yeah, I think it has so much potential and I already thought after the teaser trailer that that was the case. And now after seeing this, it just kind of gave more validation to what I already was feeling for myself anyway, that I really think it's something I am going to enjoy. Whether it looks exactly like the old show or not doesn't matter to me because this is a completely separate thing. So I'm totally down for binging it when it comes out. Yeah,
3: I mean that's that's totally the way I've been looking at it too. Um, it's not the old stuff, um, but that's fine. Um, for me, I'm just like really excited. I like m- the majority of the character designs um, and I, I enjoy the teaser trailer. So seeing the full trailer, I mean, even before the full trailer came out, I was, when I was talking to John, I was like, man, I really have to like lower my expectations because I'm too, starting to get too excited for this. <laughs> um, but then the trailer came out, and I really liked it. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited.
1: I am also very much excited. And I think if you're going to remake something, you should make it not as different as possible, but you should make it different. And it looks like it's it pays enough homage to the original while being its own thing. Yeah.
0: yeah that's that's a, a perfect way to put it. Well, should we dissect the trailer? Like, how about, like, so you mentioned the character designs. That's probably, like, the big hot button issue. Um, whereas some characters are easily identifiable as who they are. Maybe we're thinking, like, Shira, Bo. Um, whereas others maybe not so much, uh, so like I guess how do we feel about the redesigns overall?
1: I did not realize that that was Fruster until two <laughs> seconds before we started this podcast. <laughs> I was like, wait, who's that?
4: Can't blame you there. Uh, she looks very different.
1: I, I don't think it's a bad design at all, I just, it's very different. Um, and as I say, I enjoy the difference. Um, Hordak is my favorite character design, I think. I really like his sort of slim down, sleek, like young Hordak look. And has he got hair? Is that just me? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it looks
3: like he's got a little mohawk going on. Yeah. I dig it.
0: When he looks well, the Hordak most... For the age. <laughs> yeah, he looks the most kind of like original Hordak, if you will, then maybe he looks the closest than all of the other characters to his original uh, form.
4: Yeah. I, I, I
0: loved his voice.
2: Yeah, I, I, Of all the characters, Hordak sounded the most like the original, for sure. So I have to say, like, voice-wise, uh, I really like uh, the... Whoever the actress is playing Adora, she's got it. She's got the character down. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the voice actor for Bo. Uh, outside of that, I really and all of this may change. Right, this is all based on a two and a half minute trailer, so maybe seeing full episodes, I'll feel differently. But did not care for uh, Shadow Weaver's voice at all. Like, there's nothing. Uh, the, like, the, the original Shadow Weaver had a very kind of otherworldly sound to her, and this one just sounds like, ooh, you know, stereotypical villain type voice, yeah. and I'm not real uh, thrilled with that, but, uh, and I was most taken aback, I think, by Mermista's voice, because it just... It's so different.
4: Oh yeah, it's like (laughs) Um, the opposite of her original voice, basically. Yeah,
2: and I don't necessarily dislike it, but I'm not sure that's going to really uh, be great. But overall, uh, pretty pretty happy with the the voice work. Can I just mention, though, greatest line in this trailer. I love the exchange between, uh, I think it's Adora and uh, Bo, you know, your your army is called the evil horde. Who calls us that? (laughs) Everybody! (laughs) I I love that they're kind of playing on the, you know, the joke that, you know, in the original sort of the sword, secret of the sword, wow, what happened there? (laughs) Uh, That, you know, Adora is supposed to not realize the evil horde is evil, you know, it's kind of like... That whole uh, kind of a music thing so that was kind of cool.
0: I like how you mentioned that Adora, the voice of Adora kind of has a down pat and I I kind of noticed like the range from that kind of scene that you said where she, remember like in the old Filmation cartoon when she's still a force captain, the tone of her voice and the way she speaks is a lot more harsh right? And like I saw that in that scene where she has the exchange with Bo, whereas when she's Presenting herself to like Queen Angela in the trailer, there's more compassion in her voice. Uh, so I, I I definitely appreciated kind of how the actress is working uh, the two sides of Adora, if you will. B- besides the fact that she becomes Shira,
2: and the delivery of the f- uh, for the honor of Grey Skull could not be more perfect. Yeah. like that that delivery of that line that was my goosebump moment was. The delivery of of that is is exactly what I would want it to be. I do wish the tone of the trailer was like, like. I think we've talked about this many times on the show. Like I like my my master's whatever facet of it is to be a little bit on the more serious, more darker side. And this is definitely on the lighter, got a lot of jokes in it sort of side, which is fine. it's not what I would have uh, preferred, but I think I can still get into it. It'll be fine.
4: Yeah, I think that's just what kids are used to. I don't even want to say that's what they they like these days. It's just that's the tone of every cartoon these days. They're all very sarcastic and snippy, and that's their humor. Um, Like, I interviewed, or not just me, but me and my partner on Brightcast a while back interviewed, Mona Marshall, who has done voice work for years, and now she works on um, South Park. But she was in the original Rainbow Bright, and she was making the comment that cartoons today are, I can't remember the exact wording, but back in the day, they were very sweet. They just had a different style to them. And these days, it's all very, I don't know if cynical was really the word she used, but it's just, they're they're not as sweet. They're not as nice. They're, they're a little mean. It's a little bit mean girls all the time, <laughs> um, from time to time. And I'm not saying that all the characters are going to be interacting that way, but that's kind of the humor that we've gotten used to and I'm she was saying at the time and I agree that I hope at some point it kind of swings back the other way at least in some shows so it's not always sarcastic and cynical um because I like the old school stuff that was very sweet and kind and what what have you but but the humor, I it is funny. I'll give them that. <laughs> I I'm not saying I don't laugh at these sarcastic lines that they deliver. I do. They they are well done and funny. But I like a mixture of sweet and salty.
0: <laughs> well, I liked when uh, Mermista was all like, "Yeah, and like your friend over there, like she totally turns into like an eight foot lady with a sword. Like I want her <laughs> on my side." Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think I'm really going to like her, Mista. Like, I really like her design. Um, to me, like, I could tell who she was, um, but she, I mean, she's, she looks different, you know, but I really like her design, and I like that she's feisty.
4: Yeah, very <laughs> feisty.
3: And also, um, with Frosta, uh, I mean, because that's obviously a radical departure, um, but I do like the design and the fact that she's, like, a little girl, um and kind of the vibe, I don't know if any of you guys watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but the vibe I'm getting to her is that she's she's probably gonna kinda of be like a Lady Mormont, like um the little girl at the I show who's <laughs> right? Like she's you know, she's gonna be like she does not take any, you know, BS. Like she's <laughs> you know, like she's little but she is feisty. Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting so far, which I think is really interesting.
0: Well, one of the negatives that I've seen is the whole like changing the character's body type, if you will, or ethnicity, like to be more PC, you know, blah, blah, blah. This isn't what the characters used to look like. But I. And, and people use the argument like, well then why don't you just have a new character to fulfill that, why do you have to change the old? But it's like if you think about the old she show, and this is nothing against it because we all love the old she show, but you know, everyone looks like a Barbie doll. They're all very pretty, they're all very slim. Mm-hmm. you know They have that kind of stereotypical Barbie look. Um, but I personally, and kind of Martin, you said this earlier just about like how like it should look different but there should be differences because it is a new revamp. Why would you just redraw the old show? Um Like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. And I don't really find it to be like making the show more PC, if you will. I, I find it attempting to make a new property for a new audience. Children these days, why shouldn't they see maybe a representation that's a bit more accurate of the world than... All these little perfect people running around.
2: Well, you know, and it, this is we 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 saw it, obviously not to the same degree. We saw some of that blowback from the fans a little bit with the 2000x thing because the original shows for both for both Humanity were from Filmation were based out of these toy lines that all of the all of the action figures essentially had the same body types for both lines. Because they were reusing all the same toy parts mm-hmm. to make the figures, right? And that translated over to the cartoon. When 2000X came along, were, there was a lot more variation of the characters on that show as well. I don't think it was quite as dramatic as this one from the sound of it. but uh, And there were people that were not happy with that at that point as well. I think it's just like they, they don't... They're not under the same constraints anymore. Let them let them make those kind of changes. I don't have a problem with those changes at all.
4: And I heard from the same people, like, well, why don't you just introduce new characters to represent those ethnicities or what have you? But how many characters do we already have in she A whole frickin' bunch. And then you want to add on 10 more to represent different races and so forth? That's ridiculous, like if we had just a bunch of new characters with new names, everybody would be losing their minds because they'd say, "Well, where's Frosta? Where's Mermista? So <laughs> yeah. you can't just here's the you know main seven or however many, and ten more that now you get to get used to, and that that would be way too many characters to keep up with, and we would be upset that some of our favorites were no longer there. So I think it makes a lot more sense to just use what we already have and mix it up because like we've already said, this is a brand new take. Just separate this in your minds, people, from the old. It is it is separate. It is different. That's okay. Um, I'm just looking at this. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I turned my sound <clears throat> off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking at this as a completely different not a different property because it still has the Shira name, obviously, but I'm not going to be watching this and looking for it to gel with the old show, with the old canon. I'm going to be watching this as a brand new show and just be happy that it has the Shira name and has some character names that I recognize, whether or not I actually recognize the characters as who they are because some of them look so different. Um, Because I think if you... Are constantly comparing while you're watching it, then you are going to make yourself miserable because there there are so many differences.
2: Yeah, you know, um, you know what's funny is when we were kids, the whether whether it, it was the He-Man property or the Shira property or whatever, we had comics and storybooks and the the cartoons and the mini comics and all these like none of which. Gelled all that well together, no. then. And as kids, we were okay with it. And it seems like if you're if you're not okay with it, it's just sort of a, a result of uh, getting old and set in your ways <laughs> or whatever. <Yeah. laughs> um, so it's like you know, that, think about when you were a kid. And I I remember picking up the the uh, you know the uh, Golden Books right when in the mid '80s. There, it's like. The stories in those did not mesh at all with the cartoon, really, especially the earlier ones. Yeah. And, at the, you know, as a kid, you're like, well, that's weird, but uh, fine, fine. I'll still enjoy it. And I think you need to get back in that mindset, I think.
0: Well, it's the same with the old, like, a lot of the old, the old, like, a hardcover, those old She-Ra books where it's like, she goes to the ball. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> they, they, I agree. It doesn't, it's like, it's not the same at all from the from the cartoon, and it's, but if you watch this trailer and you don't at least get the spirit, if you will, of She-Ra, then I, I don't know what to tell you because it's clearly She-Ra, it's just a new She-Ra and it's not like it's um, like the new adventures where they take She-Ra and place her in like a whole nother universe. Like this still has all of our familiar things, so.
3: Yeah, I feel like they the the core of the story is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um which I really appreciate. Um yeah. so I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. I mean it, it it seems like they've put a lot of different layers into it, you know, and I really love the idea of you know, her trying to reunite like all the princesses, mm-hmm. all the kingdoms, you know. I, I just I don't know, I think that's that's really interesting to me. It's different, but it's and it's interesting.
4: Yep. I'm trying to figure out which one of my... Yeah, I'm trying to pick a favorite. Um, I really like Queen Angela's new look. She looks fabulous. Um, And I'm really digging Perfuma, but... There's the one scene where she's like using her powers to do this thing, and it reminded me of Evil Seed. And I'm oh, it does.
3: Like, yeah, what to think
4: of Perfuma as a good Evil Seed? <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It'll be. I'm sure it'll be hilarious. Whatever she does, if she's anything like her old counterpart, um, she was a very funny character.
1: One bit that made me laugh was. Um... When you had like that shot of all the princesses in on the window and they were like, we are the princesses or something like that. And then Seahawks just at the back. Yes. <laughs>
3: oh my we're gosh.
1: The shower, and there's this guy with a mustache who hangs out with us. <laughs> <laughs> I have,
3: I'm going to love Seahawk.
1: He
4: looks great.
3: Like just based on the trailer because I was going through it taking screenshots the other day and the, the one point where they all kind of like fly off and stuff like if you look Seahawk has his arms out and he's just like running off to the, off to the <laughs> side and it's just so hilarious
1: I mean you laugh out loud Is he gonna be like I guess he won't be a princess but will he be a prince or something in this? Is that the idea? Maybe? Hmm. I don't know
4: Yeah that's a good question We'll have to wait and see
0: Yeah, what's nice about the trailer is they showed so many characters, um, but we didn't necessarily get to experience all of them. They focused more on, you know, Glimmer, Bo, Catra, um, which is nice because we got to see Seahawk, but we didn't get to see how Seahawk interacts with people. You know, we got to see Perfuma, but we're like, but how will she actually interact with with the other people? Like there were just, you know, even characters that were just sitting at a table, like we don't even know what they're gonna do. (laughs) So that I I also enjoyed. Um, One thing that I wanted to point out um, that some people on on this podcast kind of ruined the new Horde Troopers for me because I actually really liked the Horde Trooper design and I liked their little like, what do you call it? Taser sticks or whatever they have. <laughs> and then like I see these posts on Facebook on how they look like Cobra Commander or something from G.I. Joe. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You <laughs> didn't. No, that's true, I mean... actually. You did it. But like um now all I can think about is like Cobra Commander when I when I see them.
3: Well, that's not a bad thing because Cobra Commander is amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They should all be, every Horde Trooper should be voiced by Chris Lata. Oh yes! (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's like my dream Every single one.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna be robots again, or if these are actual people with masks. They all look like the same, I mean we've only seen a few, but they all look exactly the same as far as body type goes so far. So they could just be robots. But if they're not, that would be a different dynamic of how she reflects them if they're going to stick with the whole don't kill anybody thing. Um, I I don't know. Maybe she will be able to kill people this time around.
2: My guess is they've got to still be robots, though. Uh, because I know uh, the uh, producer... What's her name? Noelle Stevenson? Stevenson. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been following her on Twitter, and she's made references several times to uh, the series having uh, all the things that she likes, particularly rainbows and robots so uh, oh, okay. I am assuming that they, that was a reference to the uh, to the horde troopers that makes okay. sense
1: I know even in um even in Voltron, which is another Netflix animated series which is aimed at i think a slightly older audience than this, even their uh evil troopers are robots, so I guess they probably will be. Okay. They also look very similar to the Horde Troopers.
4: Uh oh. I was saying. Now I'm going to have to look at Voltron again. I think I've watched all of it, I think. I think I'm caught up. That's a good show. Um, But I, I don't remember what the robot people look like, so I have to go check that out now.
1: They look like Horde Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: what how do you feel about the fact that um adora reveals to a a vast majority of the great rebellion that she is indeed she-ra
1: i love it whoa (laughs) (laughs) please explain (laughs) i I just, I feel like there's no point to secret identity things. I don't think there was any point in the original shows, and I don't think there's any point now. And I think we should just dispense with it before we go through the hackneyed, cliche, secret identity plots.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because it's, you know, people have pointed this out, like, you know, in the old series, it's like, well, actually, I might have been in one of those interviews with Noelle Stevenson, where she said, like, you know, in the old series, no offense, but it's like you know she's talking to Bo, like Adora is talking to Bo, and she's like, "Just a second here, I'll go find Shira." And then you know <laughs> Shira shows up, and then it's like, "Where's Adora?" Oh, she's safe. She's yeah. safe. So <laughs> it does kind of make sense to me that more than just you know a few others would share this secret. Um, and the counter argument is, is then like, well, why isn't she just stay Shira all the time? Well, it's like, well, because she's not Shira; she's Adora. And then she assumes Shira when she has, you know, the honor of Grace in her, right? Mm-hmm. So why would she stay She-Ra all the time? She's like Adora and then she's just gonna like super power up.
3: Yeah, plus wouldn't that be like wouldn't that be like abusing the power
0: if like you used it constantly?
4: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: why would you want to... I mean, she's apparently an eight-foot you know woman with a sword here. I mean, that's <laughs> she, it would be really hard walking around probably in some of the buildings that have lower ceilings. <laughs>
4: <laughs> She'd have to get a much longer bed, you know, different, yeah. different night clothes. It's just... it's a thing.
0: So it's, many complications.
4: <laughs> so many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't mind it. I I, I thought I would maybe, but... No, I kind of like how she was in the trailer, how she was presenting the sword to Queen Angela, like to kind of win her trust and everything. And I, I also agree that Adora could win the trust as well. But you have this like rushed dynamic that you know Adora defects, Shira shows up out of nowhere. They don't have the the license to have He Man there, like. I feel in the original filmation cartoon it's not that much of a stretch that like She-Ra shows up as well because you know He-Man was a stranger to Eternia Adam was a stranger they had all these strangers invading right but in this one since you don't have the He-Man dynamic going on kind of the fact that like She-Ra and Adora are there at the same time I don't know it, it kind of just makes more sense that she would reveal it to more people this this time around
2: yeah. Well, yeah, and I think I think so. The, the secret identity stuff, I I actually think it works in, in both contexts. Kind of to play off of what you were just saying, John. The in the original Master series, the, the whole Prince Adam is He Man thing kind of makes sense, right? Because it you're, they're keeping that a secret because he's royalty, right? He's next in line. He's heir to the throne. You can kind of make a case for. Yeah, we probably shouldn't also. <laughs> make it public that he's the the person running around and you could you know if you defeat He-Man, you're going to uh end up uh destroying the bloodline, right? For the throne or whatever. So and you that can extend to uh to Adora in that uh as the Shira show came into effect the while she was not necessarily next in line for the throne on Eternia, as far as we know, uh, they, they, uh, there was a lot of uh, what's the word, you know, back and forth going, a lot of travel going on between Eternia and Etheria. So Skeletor comes over, hey, everybody over here knows Adora's She-Ra. I wonder if... You know, <laughs> it, it, it yeah. would just sort of let the cat out of the bag. So it kind of works, I think, for the original series. For this one, because we don't have any of that dynamic going on there isn't really a point to the secret identity i don't think
4: and it'll just save time because like you said they won't have to be like oh i'm gonna go over here hold on a second so that you know it saves a good 30 seconds of plot that they can in you know divest investing sorry into something that's more important or more interesting And I don't know, like in the old show, even like Skeletor was always attacking the palace, even not knowing yeah. that Adam was human. So, would it have made that much of a difference? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he wanted to kill King Randor anyway. I not think would have
2: made. Well, yeah, also vice versa, right? If he takes out Prince Adam, if he had just focused in on him, he would have known he would have gotten rid of human. So, I don't know. I think I think it probably would
4: but either way i have no problem with it being different this time around in this show i think it's going to be cool and like i said just free up more time for more plot like do we know how long these episodes are going to be
0: yeah they'll be the standard like you know your what 22 to 24 minute type episodes
4: okay and we're getting and there's
3: it, 13 right
0: yeah 13 will debut for season one
3: okay
2: and can I can I say that just like just, I felt this way during the 2000 X era, and I felt this way watching this trailer, I really, really wish I'm going I'm sure this the show is gonna ov- probably overall be good. I'm really looking forward to it. I am like I said, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I I expect to like this show, um, and I loved 2000 X, and all that. I really wish they would just sort out the damn rights so we could get a all encompassing <laughs> series like. With with both sides of the franchise, uh, in in one go in a cohesive uh, yeah, canon. I really fight. wish, I really oh, wish we would eventually fight. get that. I really wish we would get that. Like we we had 2000 X and that eliminated most basically all of the Shira side, yes, with except for did. a couple of horrid references. This is so going to do the same them. thing and I would really love to see one where they can, can we all just get along? Can we all get it all in one show? I really would like that. So.
4: Well, that's well, easy for you to say as a man. Some women would like She-Ra to get some time in the sun by herself.
2: Oh, snap. <laughs> or, or even even just like what we had in the 80s where we had two separate shows that were very closely linked right? with a lot of, you know, with, with a single canon in two separate shows. That would be great, but I, 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 it it continues to frustrate me that we have this sort of uh, disconnect between the two sides of the, the franchise
0: well what if the She-Ra show is so extremely popular that they decide to then spin off kind of He-Man off of it I'm a, like, totally on board
2: theater. with that that would be great <laughs> I, I would totally be with that
4: yeah I'm fine with and it and then they can do a
2: cross
1: event
4: what was that Martin?
1: <laughs> I said, then they could do a crossover event, as Netflix are very fond of.
4: Ah, that would be fun. Yes, it would. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm looking forward to Shira kind of getting her, her time in the spotlight for now, yeah. and then you know, if it does well, which hopefully it will then, you know, maybe He-Man can get in on that. But for now, you know.
2: Yeah, I think my (laughs) biggest problem is I never separated the two growing up. It was all one thing to me, really. Like, I knew there was well, shows and were all you that. screaming during
4: uh, 2000X, Where she Where where's she No, I don't think you were, and no, neither was no, I, anybody I, else. I,
2: I totally, <laughs> I totally was. I remember getting into in-depth, I know Shadow and I at least did, in the He-Man.org chat room back in the day, about how can they break She-Ra into this in season three or whatever. Like, I remember having big in-depth discussions, and I even, I remember writing up a, uh, I don't I don't know. I, I know I gave it a shadow. I might have posted it on the boards uh, about making a theory of this mirror world of Eternia, where you know things are reversed. And I came up with this whole concept to fit it into the 2000x canon and everything. So, no, I totally wanted Zira back then. And,
4: okay, well, you're uh, one of the few good ones then, because <laughs> you were the majority.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm never in the majority. We know this. I'm always. <laughs> I'm always in the minority with this stuff. <laughs>
0: Well, I think a lot of it stems to the the fan base is so passionate. I mean, we know this. I mean, my gosh, a lot of us have been talking about He-Man and She-Ra incessantly since like a mailing list in 1995 or something. So, yep. I mean, like mm-hmm. it's, it's been like a good portion of our lives just talking about He-Man and She-Ra. So, so many people are so passionate and, and I do feel for the people that do not care for the trailer. And like, I, I don't I don't care for the comments that I see that say like looks like Glimmer needs to like put down the cheeseburgers like no that's not constructive criticism at all Um, and there's absolutely no shame in them redesigning characters to represent um, actual body types that uh, you know the majority of people end up having Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I don't jive with those type of comments but if you actually have actual criticism of the show, like you legitimately do not like for XYZ that, you know, she reveals that she's She-Ra to these people. Um, You know, you don't like maybe the the way they've changed the Mermista character to be more sassy instead of just sitting at the Crystal Falls. I don't know. Um, But (laughs) at least give me some substance. Um, uh, You know, I've had people tell me that I only like this because it's She-Ra. Well, Duh! I like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't have watched the trailer of this if it was like, um, what was that other like? Um, there was another property in like the '90s that was like, um, oh. like a princess. Oh, princess um, uh, uh, Yeah. Rider. yeah. So, like, if this was the reboot re- of Princess Guinevere and the Jewel Riders, no, I wouldn't check it out. I, I don't. I have no, no affinity or whatever affection for Princess Guinevere. Um, just like you know, and and and, and if I may continue my, <laughs> <laughs> it just because it's Shira doesn't mean I'm automatically gonna like it. I loved Inspector Gadget as a child. Like, besides He-Man and Shira. During the 80s, um, I loved Inspector Gadget, like, legit. I have disliked every single Inspector Gadget reboot that I have watched. That includes the movie with Matthew Broderick. That includes whatever that other cartoon reboot was and whatever the current Netflix Inspector Gadget is. I don't well, like surely
1: it. Surely you liked Gadget Boy.
2: Oh, so- Lord. <laughs> to, to be fair to to be fair I I too enjoyed Inspector Gadget in the 80s uh I tried watching it again the original uh, a couple of years ago it does not hold up uh uh-huh. like the like the he cartoons do it just doesn't it was it, it's I'm sure as a kid it's great and whatever but it d- does not stand the test of time like the uh, filmation shows did
4: well, some people say that. Which about made me sad. Shows, sadly. Yeah,
2: I know. I know. Um, to each their own. But yeah. I, I, I was surprised and sad when I, I was like, okay, I got, I got about halfway through one episode, and I was like, you know what? I'm better off just remembering it the way I remember it, and not trying to relive it because it wasn't working for me anymore, which made made me very sad.
4: Aww. I don't think a... there's any old cartoons that I just can't watch anymore. I. Maybe I'm just so childlike in my head that it just doesn't bother me. I don't know. Um, They're all totally rewatchable in my mind.
0: Well, in in any case, I I don't like it when people say that I only like it just because it's She-Ra. Well, duh, I like She-Ra. I like He-Man. I'm going to check out their new things, and I'm going to automatically in some way like it because... He-Man and She-Ra have just been a part of, like, my being since almost birth.
2: Like, right.
4: It would have to be really, really bad for you exactly. to it to I,
2: I, I think that from this fan community, that's one of the silliest arguments. Like, when you look at, there are so many uh, fr- different pieces of the Masters franchise, and everyone's got ones they like, and everyone's got ones they don't. You know what I mean? Like, it... New Adventures is like, you know, largely disliked by the bulk of the fan community, and and whatever. But to say, oh, you just like it because it's X. I don't think the fan community has ever fallen into that category, that categorization at all. Well,
0: and we said this before. I think in the last podcast episode, like. People also even look back at the Mike Young show with rose-colored glasses because th- people were complaining a lot about things they did in that show. They were complaining about things from the 2000X action figure line. But then, you know, once that's over and said then done, then it's all like, well, but we want more episodes of Mike Young. We want more episodes of Mike Young. Then, like, you know, the she trailer comes out and they forgive, if you will, things they did in Mike Young because they want to... Destroy the She-Ra trailer now yeah. Like It's just like we're such a Like a fandom of sadness Let's be happy
4: <laughs> Like once I, the show I, Comes out and we start watching it I'm sure we'll have things to criticize as well Oh absolutely Constructively so well, and Just, just say, look at oh, like It's perfect just because we like She-Ra
0: There are so many things too that like we assume Right so like we watched the teaser trailer And like before the Teaser trailer came out so many fans were saying like how can you do this without he-man like how can you do this without grayskull like what is she even going to say to turn into she Since and she can't say for the honor of grayskull i saw all of these things assumed before the teaser trailer came out right mm-hmm. then the cheeser trailer comes out and what does she say for the honor of grayskull so then everyone's like oh my god she could say for the honor of grayskull but like is Grayskull gonna be there? Like, what if they can't use the castle? What if they can't do it? Blah, 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 blah? And it's like, okay, <laughs> it's like, calm down, put on the brakes. <laughs> when you actually watch the first thirteen episodes, maybe a lot of this will be explained to you. So, yes. so the things is, that's like, you get little parts in the trailer, and it's good that it's starting up a conversation. But you have to remember that a lot of this is you're all speculating. And we're all guilty of it. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it, but it's all speculation. We're not, like why get really angry about something that you think is going to happen when you know you have a 50-50 chance? Like you need to kind of wait till you see the episodes play out. And maybe even though they don't use maybe Eternia or Grayskull the same way that you're used to it being used, maybe you'll like the way that they were able to integrate that into the actual storyline maybe in a new and inventive way.
2: All right, I'm going to in the in the spirit of speculation, I am going to lay money down right now, well, not virtual money, <laughs> fake money. but I'm going to make a bet right now that at some point in how many we, we know the first we, we we know the that we're getting two seasons of this, right? So we we're getting 13 and 13 at some point in those. 26 episodes we are going to see Castle Grayskull that is my bet Done. maybe, Done. maybe in uh-huh. a, a, a you know, flashback thing maybe a split moment thing may not be an integral part of anything, maybe just an image we see in the background somewhere or in a flashback but it's going to appear somewhere in those 26 episodes
4: that would be interesting
1: I think we'll probably, yeah, I agree. I think we'll probably get, like, tips of the hat to certain things. Like, there'll probably be an episode with Hordak going, um, oh, this reminds me of my old pupil. And someone will be like, oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Like,
1: Like, stuff like that. I imagine they will throw things like that in.
0: Like he picks up someone's dead skull off the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Miles right. right, eyebrow or something. <laughs> yeah.
4: You hear Alan Oppenheimer's laugh just off in the background somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, you know what I'm gonna laugh at is all all of these people making all these assumptions that you're just talking about, and then like you know, in season two, there's like a complete Eternia crossover episode or something like that. That would be just, I would love it if they would do that. Just, just to be like, see you guys, what were you worried about? Sort of thing. I would love that. That'd be hilarious.
0: That would be funny. I don't know if I'd go that far of that happening, but
2: I'm not, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen. I'm saying it would be hilarious if it did. Yeah.
4: Well, we know they're at least mentioning Eternia. I think that was in the trailer. And, there's the whole thing about you know the prophecy of like a thousand years ago. The first one said that a hero would come and she would be She-Ra, etc. Um, so maybe during that conversation there will be like a glimpse of, or even a, just a drawing of Gray Skull. I don't know. Um,
0: Well, yeah, and there's a lot of speculation because Angelus says in the trailer, you know, the legend of She-Ra and that, you know, she would return, kind of implying that She-Ra used to be around a thousand years ago. So there's, like, a lot of uproar, like, it kind of, and I can appreciate this, right, Because as a person who does not appreciate King Grayskull one bit. (laughs) um, I'm I'm into that. Right? So I understand that, but Again, it's keeping that open mind. How are they actually going to handle? It? That's one line from a trailer. And remember, the way the trailer is even cut, we don't necessarily know if one thing is responding to the other. Um, you know what I mean? Like even whenever they cut from whenever she calls her Shira Princess of Power, and then Bo is like, "That's the coolest name ever." Well, maybe he's actually talking about Natasa. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know <laughs> how <laughs> the trailer. So, so when they piece the trailer together like that, it's for a specific purpose. Advertising, marketing, getting you hyped up for this
2: and letting you laugh. There's always the misleading stuff in trailers. Exactly. Always. So always.
0: again, it's like I could speculate all day on how, Oh my God. she is a unique person just like <laughs> He-Man is. And that, you know, instead of King Grayskull, they should have used hero, blah, 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 blah. But um, at the end of the day, oh my gosh, it would just be so tiring. Just like it is saying that whole sentence it was to you guys just now. So I, I'm just going to wait and binge all 13 episodes. I do suggest that everybody takes off work on Friday, the Friday that she debuted, so that you can just sit and watch all 13 episodes, then take a little nap, take a little nap, re recharge, and then watch all 13 episodes again.
4: No time for naps. I gotta go watch Fantastic Beast Crimes of Grindelwald the same day.
0: Oh, well, I, I will see that Probably that Sunday.
4: Yeah,
0: I can't. After I can't with cheering. all the ma- masses of people at the theater for one thing. Um, but um, you know, to be honest, not to sidebar, but we always sidebar. Um, I can't get through that damn first Fantastic <laughs> Beast movie. Aww. <laughs> I'm going to see the second one still looks awesome, but I just, I don't know. I think the second one will, will pull me in more because there's more of, like, a Harry Potter, like, Dumbledore and, you know, all that yes. stuff.
4: Gonna go back to Hogwarts. I'm excited. Okay, sorry. I'll get off on of that tangent. Um, yeah, that's going to be a busy, busy week, but it's going to be great. I'm very excited. And then in April, is it, we're getting books? Yes. That are also going to go along with these. Um
0: you can pre-order the first two books on amazon
4: yes and it looks here how about i just read the little synopsis yeah read them uh at least for the first i guess they both the first one's just longer okay uh first book will be called origin of a hero will be coming april 30th 2019 she doesn't need a hero she is a hero on a planet called etheria two forces battle for control the Horde, with its skillfully trained soldiers and advanced technology, has one goal, to conquer all of Etheria in the name of Hordek. The other force, the Rebellion, is made up of princesses and has been fighting to maintain harmony and freedom for all of Etheria's people. Hidden among them all is a hero to be. Her destiny was written by the first ones a thousand years ago. Now she is about to rise again. Discover the origin of a hero in this... Wait. Oh yeah, in this first chapter book. Oh, it's a chapter book. How long is this going to be? Okay. Anyway, um, the origin of a hero in this first chapter book in the series. This book explains, not explains, but can't talk now. This book expands on the plot lines of the first two episodes, giving readers a deeper glimpse into their favorite hero's backstory. With illustrations in each chapter, these books are packed full of friendship, humor, and heart. So even after we see the first two episodes, we will already know there's more to it that we're going to get in this book which is cool Uh, I
2: really hope those are good I really hope those are good
4: second one says um, in this second chapter book Adora is still learning to use her powers as She-Ra leading to some hilarious situations can she master her powers and her leadership skills to unite all the princesses against a threat from the horde no (laughs) (laughs) clearly not
0: (laughs) she'll just be like oh my god the sword gave me a tiara
4: (laughs) (laughs) that's the first time i noticed that it's a chapter book because typically i i was just thinking like a kid's book which is just
2: a storybook yeah
4: yeah, a a quick storybook with a bunch of illustrations um but this might actually be longer than that and has netflix I don't know if they say this anywhere, did they say like what age ranges shows are typically targeted towards?
0: Well, the Shira one is rated TVY 7, I think it said.
4: Okay. So yeah, around that age, kids are, are learning to read, um, I don't know if they can read chapter books yet at 7, I don't remember, um, but I'm sure they won't be like super long like novels or anything, I'm sure they'll still be simple and short enough for kids to enjoy. But I hope they are long enough for us to get something out of too.
0: Well, plus, you know, I'm sure they're banking that all of us near forty-year-olds are going to all go buy them too, anyway. So, <laughs> although Martin's not near forty, is Martin? Are Martin? Are you even near thirty? I can't remember.
1: I'm thirty-one, sir.
0: Oh, excellent! Oh,
1: goodness. We're at You're least at in fame. the
0: same. We're in the same decade. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And then so we're getting quick. toys. Oh, oh, yes,
0: the toys. Go ahead, Leanne.
3: Oh! <laughs> um, well, so I've seen um, the ones that you can pre-order now, uh, the Catra She-Ra 2-pack, mm-hmm. which you can pre-order on Super 7's website. Um, and then I guess Mattel is going to
2: put out figures too, right? Well, but yeah, those are... It's
0: heavily implied that Mattel will have their own
2: product. But if, <laughs> does the uh, Super not. 7 stuff fit in with the classics line at all, or is it a very different aesthetic? Different.
3: Yeah, it's different. Okay. Um, Rod actually made a good point. They look like the uh, like Justice League figures, like the Bruce Timm kind of style oh, toys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, too.
0: They're very cartoony, and yep. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's too
2: bad, because it would have been nice to be able to kind of mix and match in the in the display setup I've gotten now. Yeah, that's they it,
0: wouldn't really fit in with the, the classics.
2: Yeah, that, that's one thing that's a little bit... I, I feel like we're in sort of a golden age as far as Toys Go with the Master stuff and the fact that we've got so much coming out anyway. Yeah. But so much of it's incompatible with each other <laughs> and it's like I've only got so many places to display all these things I want all this stuff but I can I can't don't really want to display it together when it's uh, disjointed like that but I'm sure I'll be ordering the the Shira two pack I just wish uh, wish it would be a little bit more cohesive but it's like I really I was so excited to get the uh, drill I got the drill and uh, mato two pack really wish that was part of the classics uh, aesthetic instead of the Club Grayskull one, though, because I those would have been a- already up on the shelf if they fit in with the rest of the classics thing, and because they don't, I'm like not sure what I'm gonna do with these yet. But
4: oh, do they not? I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah, they're they're uh, Club Grayskull uh, so style.
4: Like a different size than Orco?
2: Uh, I think it's roughly the same size, but it's the you know it's the cartoony, not very much detail, uh, design. You know what I mean? Uh, like okay. the Club Gray Skull ones are. So.
4: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing some freaking retail figures of some type at some point because they've been promising this crap for at least a year and nothing. So, again, I don't know that I will buy them, but I'm going to be glad that kids will be able to go to a Walmart, Target, whatever, and see She-Ra on the shelves. That would be magnificent. And He-Man, even, because they keep saying they're going to put He-Man out there, too. And yeah, that hasn't happened. So, well,
0: and hopefully, there's a lot of other merchandise, right? Like She-Ra Valentine's Day cards and, you know, they just, you know, those little type of things. I'm assuming whatever they have for Voltron, I, they might have for, although Voltron, you said skews to a little older older
1: audience. They, they released some Voltron toys, and then they canceled them. So I don't think they sold very well. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't finish the full lineup of characters either. And they didn't, they did some of the characters, but it was mostly like the robot stuff. Um, I've never seen any of the action figures in stores. I've
4: only seen the, like, the robots. Do you remember which company made them?
1: I think it was Playmates. I'll okay. maybe wrong. Hmm.
0: I tried to watch the Voltron show, but I couldn't get into it. I heard it got better as the seasons progressed, though.
4: I would agree with that, yeah.
0: Hmm. Which is why, you know, if those first... 12 episodes of Shiro don't don't really thrill you. Make sure you get to that episode 13. You got to keep going.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't over till the fat lady sings. That's right. Yeah, I hope people will give it more than just one or two episodes of a chance. Although, you know, if you absolutely just despise it and you're wanting to hurl after the first one, fine. Skip it. Well, it's not for you. Here here's, here's,
2: here's my these. here here's the the determination I I have made for myself. Everybody can make their own, but for me, I'm going to watch at least as many episodes of the new Shiva cartoon as I have seen of new adventures. <laughs> so I'm going to give it at least that much of a chance
0: well the thing too is so if you don't necessarily like the first two episodes right so that's, that's the bulk of her origin right so if that if you don't really jive with that maybe skip ahead to like an already established episode like read some of the descriptions and, and be like okay now I'm just going to watch like a regular episode like she's she she knows what she's doing let me see like a typical episode of the show
1: Mm-hmm.
0: maybe kind of kind of go that way
1: that's a good idea
0: But I would uh... also say that
1: um, in general we've been very lucky as a fandom in that there's never really been a bad cartoon put out for He-Man and She-Ra like, there's never really been like they've never churned out a load of rubbish just to satisfy people there's always yeah. been somebody yeah. behind the scenes who really cared about what they were doing like, um, obviously, Formation, everyone was very enthusiastic, and you had, like, Lou Schiema, and then uh, New Adventures, you had Jack Aleska, who was really enthusiastic about it. Um, and whatever you think of that series, it, it certainly wasn't a badly done series. It was very different, um, but you could tell that people still cared about it, that were working on it. And then same with the um, Mike Young show as well. I don't think we've ever had like a really terrible cartoon the way that a lot of the other 80s franchises have had. Um, Like like I sat through that god-awful G.I. Joe Sigma Six cartoon, which is the worst thing I've ever seen. And that was terrible. And we've never had anything as bad as that or some of these terrible Transformers shows that are thrown out every few years (laughs) where it's like they're going, we just need to put something out there, just do it. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't matter we just need to sell them um and with this show as well i think from what we've seen so far everyone who's working on it is very enthusiastic and wants to do a good job and is really happy to be working on the show
0: that's a good point i i think we said this in the last podcast that the crew that works on this new shira whether you like the choices they have made or not right because i can totally understand disagreeing with creative choices that they have made they feel so passionate about the show that they're making, and it's just like you said. Like even with the new adventures, once we we got to meet Jack Olesker, you could tell that he was so passionate about making the show. He was conscious that it had to be different than filmation because that's what he was directed to do, um, but that he actually really put a lot of effort into what he created. So uh, yeah. I, I love that point. I didn't never thought of it that way.
2: You know, another thing to, I think fans should bear in mind as well, checking out this new show, is that, again, kind of extending what you guys are saying, is that in making this, there is it is impossible to make a show that uh, will com- 100% uh, satisfy, not just everybody, but satisfy anybody 100%, because they are trying to appeal to a wide range and decisions do have to be made. As much as I love Filmation and I love 2000X, there are things I don't like about both of those shows. There are things to criticize and I'm sure that'll be true of this one. But if you go in knowing you're not going to be 100% happy with absolutely every decision creatively made on this show and accept that before you even start watching it, you're probably going to enjoy the show a whole hell of a lot more than you would If you go in and demanding perfection,
4: yeah, that's a great way to look at it.
2: Agreed. So,
0: how many days is it to November (laughs) sixteenth?
4: Not many. It's just over a month, like a month and a week and a half or ish, something.
0: It's too long, Katie. It's too long.
4: I know. (laughs) 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 Do drop a trailer like that.
0: You drop a trailer like that and then I can't binge
4: immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Patience, Danielson.
0: How about real briefly too? That the whole that She-Ra experience they built at New York Comic Con, like where you take pictures with her sword, there's a huge She-Ra statue, um you you get like a digital picture of you on Swiftwind, like I feel like they pulled out all the stops. They had uh shira swords and tiaras they were giving out. They have different sets of buttons every day when you go through the experience. Um I have to say I didn't expect them to have that huge of a presence at the uh at the convention. Yeah, I, yeah,
4: I was more...
3: super impressed.
4: Totally. I think a lot more fans would have tried to go if we had had any inkling they were going to do something like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I I I was extremely impressed I, I, if anything they are going all out on promoting this and that means to tell me that they have a lot of faith in the she show so uh, that's that also makes me feel feel very good very good
2: so a quick story I want to tell very very short since this is a new show new generation uh My, I, I probably mentioned this at some point in the past, but my mom is a uh, special ed uh, aide in a uh, in a elementary school, and one of the other special ed aides uh, is uh, somewhere. I think she's like twenty nine, thirty ish. So, a good ten years younger than I am. Too too young to have been around for the original Shira cartoon, but. Uh, her, she's got a daughter who's like eight or nine who had found Shira, uh, the old filmation Shira, somewhere. I'm not sure if it was iTunes when they used to be up there or on Netflix when they were on there, but became a fan and now is incredibly stoked for the new Shira show. So that's pretty awesome. So
4: that's what I like to hear. And I've seen that several that's so cool say several similar things um, on Facebook recently that their kid has seen the trailer and they're just, uh, you know, can't contain themselves. And they're like, wait, I have to wait till when? Um, so I think it's gonna go over well. I hope it does. But so far things are leaning towards that. I, I really think it will to the target demographic and hopefully to a good number of us as well. Um, I wish we could have seen all of the panels that happened in New York Comic-Con. None of us were there and have been able to see them yet because they keep blocking the uploads on youtube (laughs) (laughs) but maybe by the next episode we'll have the information that was shared that was not um live streamed for us all to
1: see
3: yeah that was a bit frustrating
1: uh, (laughs) i think one thing to uh bear in mind as well is that there will probably be another trailer
4: I was wondering that too. You think so?
1: Yeah. I know Netflix usually do like a couple of different
2: trailers. I I think we're done on the trailers. We're only what 5 weeks out or something like that at this point. I think I think this is all we're going to get until they until they drop the show. Uh,
1: I'm holding out for another one. <laughs> Cuz
2: <'Cause> we, <got laughs> we got the teaser. We got the teaser trailer. We got this trailer. I think I think they're going to let the let the show speak for itself after that i think love to be wrong though
4: yeah
0: it's that it's that double-edged sword right because it's like how much footage do you want to see so that you're still surprised if you will Mm
4: -hmm. um
0: because this was a decent trailer i was surprised it was two and a half minutes long um so that was pleasant uh and then you know we got the the, the teaser trailer didn't really have much except a, you saw a little bit more of the transformation sequence than you do in the actual trailer but uh yeah i don't know i hope they do still leave some surprises for everybody
2: i will say this was a substantially better trailer than the 2000x trailer was oh yeah <laughs> and as much as i love that show that was not a good trailer
0: well, are you, talking about, are you talking about the teaser, like that trailer they played at San Diego or the actual Cartoon Network uh, trailer for the movie?
2: Uh, I don't remember there being a Cartoon Network. I remember there were like little commercial spots. Okay, on so yeah, Net- so I
0: agree with you then. You're talking about the San Diego trailer, which I agree was not as fantastic. The Cartoon Network trailer was definitely better. When, remember, it was like, um, who's the voice of Optimus Prime? yeah we were those were, I thought
2: those were yeah. just the commercials yeah. though and he those was like oh, like the thirty minute we'll <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, we'll come
0: on man. Yes, exactly. yes. <laughs> um,
2: those I those thought was, those were just the thirty second spots on commercials though. those were, it wasn't an pl- actual trailer trailer. I was think it? it
0: was like a minute long, okay, commercial, if you will. like I don't know. to me, I consider that a trailer because it was a TV movie. um, but the, I totally agree with you. the San Diego one was not as good as the, at least the promo materials that Cartoon Network put out.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was not a strong trailer, so this one is much, much better.
4: Well, John, since you were the only one that ended up going, um, I was curious how PowerCon went, because I had planned to be there and then things fell through, but was it, was it awesome?
0: Oh my gosh, yes, so PowerCon this year was amazing. You, it was packed. Attendance, like I'm talking, like anytime you were on the convention floor, massive amounts of people. Like, I I, I was I, pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, it's it's hard with a property like that. There wasn't really, you know, there hasn't been a lot of new stuff going on, but to be able to pack in even more attendance, the 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 vendors this year had to spill out into the hallway so uh, wow. the, it, you know, the vendor room was filled and they were in the hallway. Um, Mattel still came, even though they really weren't there to, you know, push a, a product. Um, you know, Super 7 was, of course, there. Um, the, actually, uh, KTLA News came and did several se- segments um, at the convention. I got to be on TV. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
4: um,
0: but yeah. Uh, uh, there was a lot of, and there was a lot of positive buzz going around the new Shira. You know, a lot of times negative Nancy's right online are going to be the loudest. But like in general, there seemed to be like an excitement about that. We were actually getting a new Shira. ra um, I saw a lot of Shira merchandise at the vendor tables this year. So probably in anticipation. Um, uh, it was it was just it was it was a really fun experience as PowerCon always is. And I always highly recommend that anyone that is that likes He-Man and She-Ra at, at some level will have a good time uh, if they attend PowerCon.
4: Hopefully there will be one next year. My fingers are crossed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I also mention, since we're this is a largely She-Ra show, I also uh, got the... Uh the two pack the she ra Hordak two pack of the uh uh reaction figures from Comic Con. from oh, yes. San Comic Con. So those are fun. I, I liked I like that those exist. Cool. I
0: have that too. I did leave a mint on card. I didn't open them. Um and I bought the um you know the filmation looking vintage figures, so Hordak, Skeletor, Shira, and um
2: Oh yes, I got those as well. Oh yeah, I love this.
0: It is a little weird. Like, I wonder if that's what Shira would have looked like if they were, if she was in the Masters Universe, right? And they used the like Tila buck
4: and plastic hair instead of yeah weirdness. Yeah, I'm curious too. That would have been really cool back in the day if they had gone that direction instead of miniature Barbies. I never liked those things. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: Except it is. It, it's really cool.
4: But... Crystal Castle Yeah didn't you just get a Crystal Castle Well yes So oh, yeah. as, as many
0: people know My childhood Crystal Castle Had seen better days Hordak <laughs> used to blow up the castle And I would slam it against trees um, I would throw it over <laughs> yeah. oh, God. I would throw it over My parents hill Like the hill and it would just like smash down It's it, It's a wonder that the plastic isn't cracked on it, but there's so much of the paint is off of it. Um, all of my doors and windows were gone. Um, you know, I didn't have the string anymore to pull the the throne up. I, I did have most of the stuff for the inside. Um, so I said to myself, you know what, to celebrate the return of she after all of this time, I'm gonna treat myself to a new Crystal Castle. And I bought a brand new, still sealed in the box Crystal Castle, and then i opened it <laughs> all right next
2: time next time you come visit us shadow i'm going to ask you to bring that with you because i have never seen the gristle castle toy and i would love to oh. i would love to see it
0: let me tell you, it is, I was so worried that it was gonna be broken inside the box.
4: <laughs>
0: because obviously like the seller can't open it because then it's not mint in box anymore, right? right? So I took a gamble um, and probably overpaid, but I don't care. Um, it It is so much more golden, like mine looks more pink just because so much had been rubbed off of the castle. Like it actually does. It has a lot more gold on it than I had recalled from childhood. Um, yeah. And I still have my childhood one. It's just like I said, it's it's in terrible condition. Um, so it just looks immaculate um on display. so i'm I'm redoing a a horde and Shira display of vintage figures in honor of the new show coming out. So I can, you know, look at my toy. Like all my toy display right now is basically all the classics. Um, stuff. I, I have all the vintage stuff packed away. So I've been going through boxes and boxes and boxes, and I still can't find some Shira toys. Like I can't find Mermista. Where did she swim off to? Um, I can't find Pika blue. She must be hiding. like I'm like, I'm, I'm like, where are they? And my Pika blue and Mermista were one hundred percent complete. Um, so like I would hate to have to go on eBay and like rebuy these. Um, so I, I don't know why they're not in with the main. The main he-man and Shira collection if you will hmm. i'll find them was liberate the crystal
4: them castle like i think i remember hearing in the one of the recent he-man documentaries um that the castle Gray Skull sets were all like hand painted so they were all slightly different um was the crystal castle like that as well
0: it might have been maybe that i don't know offhand but maybe that's why mine looks really really gold
4: yeah because i've seen them in you know vintage stores or antique malls or whatever and most of them are mostly pink from what i recall and i remember when i saw yours i'm like dang that thing is blinged out (laughs) (laughs) maybe yours is extra special
0: i hope so the the universe knew i was buying it so they wanted it to be like the first one off the factory line <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> was that since our last episode actually that the definitive films um documentary came out
0: um maybe the one that's on Netflix right yeah yeah no i it probably did it probably was from the last episode i mean obviously um excellent documentary we saw a portion of it at not this year but last year's PowerCon. con mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was excellent I was very happy that they still included uh, She-Ra and New Adventures in the documentary as well
4: yes yeah so for any of our listeners that didn't know that was a thing go on to Netflix and look up I guess if you probably just search "Human documentary I think it'll come up I can't remember the exact title off the top of my head but it's really well done,
0: and uh, I even had friends text me, and they were like, "Hey, did you watch that He Man documentary on Netflix? It was really good." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I did too. I checked it That's out."
2: Yeah, it's in my credits.
0: Of course, I did queue, say that. Have... They're
2: like, "Oh, Netflix never shows the credits." <laughs> <laughs> it's in my queue, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But a oh, friend no. of mine texted me about it as well.
0: You haven't had time. Hmm.
2: <laughs> no, nah, I, <yeah>, I haven't. <laughs> it's been a busy time.
0: Uh, well, when you when we hang up the phone call, can pull it up on Netflix and watch it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's
0: really good. It's really good.
4: Yeah, it's much more respectful than the "Toys That Made Us" episode because that made fun of a lot of people, it made fun of the property several yeah. times. Uh, But this one was very, had a lot more heart to it and was not making fun of He-Man and she at all.
0: Well, Um, yeah, and I watched some of the other toys that made us. And it's, yeah, they kind of do make fun of the He-Man more than they do the other properties. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, like, they did, like, with Barbie, they kind of poked fun that it was, like, based on some, like, salacious doll from overseas. Um, Although I did like in the Barbie one how they were all, like, we had, like, secret, like... Um moles, and they told us that Hasbro was developing a rock star, um, doll line. So we hurry up and made Barbie and the Rockers, and we beat them to the to the toy aisle. Right? I was <laughs> like, whoa,
4: cutthroat.
0: Yeah, cutthroat in the in the doll industry. <laughs> Although I don't know if anybody remembers a Barbie and the Rockers song.
4: Barbie and the Rockers.
0: I know. I remember like their main song. <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. But like, I can, I could probably sing you a few Jem songs.
4: Oh, I think, oh I hell think, yeah.
0: I think Jem did a little bit of a better job there, Barbie. Sure.
4: <laughs> I did have the Barbie and the Rockers actual, like, the, the figures or dolls or whatever you want to call them. I, I did love. too. Did you? Yep. They were awesome. Had the stage. Like, their outfits were so neon and just. Oh, so very like late 80s early 90s neon. And
3: they came with like the cassettes with yes. like the music and stuff. Yeah. It
4: was good stuff.
2: The 80s was the best decade. It was. It just was. Yep.
0: I agree. I was born in the 80s, so obviously.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Josh and I were close enough.
2: Very yeah, very close. <laughs>
4: Oh wait, Leanne, were you in seventy nine or eighty? Eighty. Okay, that's what I thought.
2: Oh, uh, Katie, you and I are the oldest. We are, we are the oldest two on this podcast.
4: <laughs> and I've got a birthday coming up this month, and I'm not happy yeah. about it.
2: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, I, I'm I'm a year ahead of you, so I'm yeah. I've passed the, uh, the another yet another milestone, which I I was not happy about it earlier this year, so.
4: But hey, we made it this far. There are some people who can't say that. So
2: that's that's the way to look at it. Yeah.
4: I, I try and to look at it that way anytime it enters my mind.
0: Both of you are still children at heart because you still love your He Man and She-Ra.
4: Darn right. Exactly. And and
0: your Rainbow Bright.
4: Yes. Never Harry Potter. And Harry Potter. And I have to shout it out just because And it just came out. There's a Rainbow Bright comic book out, guys. So, any of you that are into comics and want to support another 80s property just came out on uh, October 3rd. And it's Who's the, the series. publisher? Dynamite.
0: Dynamite. Ooh. Oh. Sounds yeah. poppin'.
4: It's, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Like, it's very different. Well, again, like this new she is very different from the original. This new Rainbow Bright is very different, although it's going to have a, a lot of similarities, I'm sure, as well. Um, but again, it's it's like, I read it, and I saw it, and I'm like, okay, this is just separate. It's good. I like it, but it's separate. I'm not going to try to, like, coalesce the two. So <laughs> that, I think that helped me, actually, with the Shira thing. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, okay. I just have to look at this the same way I'm looking at the Rainbow Brite comic. But I think it's going to do well. I, I think kids are going to dig it, so check it out.
0: Well, are we... <laughs>
2: time to wrap up, I think. We've gone pretty long.
4: Yeah, I yep, think I that's think
2: we're all, good. The, all the news. Yeah. We've got I have a do. feeling our next show is going to be really long if we've all sat and watched 13 <laughs> episodes before we record it. What? You
0: mean we're not going to do three-hour episode reviews of each episode separately?
2: We could. We <laughs> could do that. We probably will.
4: Let's be honest.
2: That would give us, that would give us another.